to enhance your creativity. Those are great podcasts to listen to just to kind of set free and not try to fix a problem, but just to kind of take a moment and just kind of think about, you know what, let's think about creativity and if I could have that more in my life or abundance, thinking about feeling more abundant or all of that. Um, a big thing with me is I used to not check in after baby one. When I was single and free and I could caffeinate and run my own schedule, it was a different. But after mm -hmm. the baby came and I over caffeinated, this was after breastfeeding, um, my anxiety would kick in and I just couldn't tell the difference between caffeine and real life mm. anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I, until I was on a vacation or, um, a vacation in, in California and I was like I'm walking down to the beach right now why am I anxious mm -hmm. why am I on why am I not happy right now? and it wasn't that I wasn't happy but I couldn't relax mm -hmm. I couldn't allow everything to sink in <clears throat> and at that point I was like well it's not me I'm very aware of the moment and grateful mm -hmm. for the moment mm -hmm. so it's something else you know what I mean then it's did you eat what was your caffeine? And it mm -hmm. was the caffeine trigger on lack of breakfast that was triggering a, a early morning anxiety that would trickle into the effect of my work commitments and my production plans and then onto the kids and trying to get all that. So the stress would stay high because the caffeine put me there in the mm -hmm. morning and I wouldn't be able to uh, cipher between the two. Would you judge yourself for feeling anxious about work when you're in there because you couldn't relate it to like, oh, this is just situational? I was at a point in my life, no, I didn't judge. I was just happy I became aware. Okay. Because um, you're, when was it, was this, so there's a moment when your external didn't match your internal. Yeah. Those are interesting moments yeah. for me. Those are in, where a lot of growth happens. And I was in an environment, I was coming from home, so I'm in California, but back home was nothing but. 24-7 work. We were launching Riley's office or we were, he was doing his internships, not launching mm -hmm. the office yet, but I was doing a lot of other things, but it was work, 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 work. So then I went on my mini vacation. I still had work to do at home, but I can very under, very much understand of letting go. I can't do anything right now. Anyway, let's just chill out. Right. Mm -hmm. So it just wasn't happening. I wasn't necessarily with exactly like my chill group of mm -hmm. people having a blast type of thing but still I can still I love a moment I love a sunny day and that's enough to get me there right yep. and that will tie into where I'm headed here mm -hmm. um and it just wasn't clicking so it was just like a little aha moment that I removed the work stress out of my life and I was still feeling the anxiety so mm. where am I triggering where is mm -hmm. it triggering where's this coming from when I always thought it was work Mm. And it was relation with work, but it was getting triggered with the caffeine and the <laughs> lack of sleep and everything. Mm -hmm. Or at least I was allowing myself to see it as a large possibility. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Did I stop caffeine immediately? Absolutely not. But I cut back, ate more food, slowed down, and became aware when the jitters were coming. Mm -hmm. And was it a problem that caused the jitters or was it the caffeine leading into hearing about a problem mm -hmm. and trying to decipher between the two. So now I'm very aware of my caffeine intake. Still drink caffeine, love black coffee, no problem. Don't like to mix the sugars and the creams with it all the time. My stomach feels full and heavy mm. instead of just drinking a very clear water, heavy flavored coffee. I don't know why, I just like it. But mm -hmm. <clears throat> I can be cautious as to even if I'm working now, if I'm over caffeinated, my hands don't work the same. So I have to be very cautious on balancing it all out. But that's all, it's all in just becoming an awareness. 
if I get into a moment where, you know, I'm feeling that I need that bug out moment and I need to disconnect. And let me tell you, I'm a, a work from home mom with, um, uh, with a high community stopping and going from my, my base. My mm-hmm. home base is where I wanted to live, work, thrive for a long time. And um, we're doing it. But it's busy, right? Mm-hmm. So I need to disconnect, and sometimes I need need to disconnect quick. Sometimes it needs to be short, long. It changes. Right mm-hmm. now we're in the middle of summer. I take full privilege at any given moment. Here's the other thing: is I didn't. I had concrete out my barn um, side door. I live in a barn. I had concrete in like rock right outside. We laid sod and grass, so I haven't had grass right outside my door for three years, two mm-hmm. years, right? So that's, that's a gratitude thing for mm-hmm. me. So honestly, right now, this moment, and it, it forever changes to the season, the time, and what's going on, um, is right now I will go and crash over on that new sod green grass. Camille saw me one day and literally came in and landed like almost in the, like when you just lay down and you look like you fainted, yeah. but you're like, this is, this is it. This is how I'm going <laughs> to lay here, and this is great. So that's what I do on the green pad. And Camille pulled up one day. She said nothing and landed right next to me. She's like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, this is it. Yep. So I don't care if it's – I try to do 10, 15 minutes. I don't know if I fall asleep. Every time I definitely get into my zen place, we have a highway next to us. I use that as my benefit. Um, as my neutral, I, I listen to speakers that talk about trying to really kind of with your meditation, not only focus on breathing everything, but to pick something that's very neutral and not offensive and, and very consistent. Fans are good. Air conditioning units are good mm-hmm. unless you hate your air conditioning unit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people just hate that when they, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, uh, traffic is good as long as you have neutral feelings towards all of that. If you have chirping birds or running water. So I take that and I just kind of allow myself to get into that light sleep um, if I'm in the house and I need a 20 minute cat nap, I'll call it that too. Even with the kids, that's what I call it. I don't know if I'm napping. I don't know if I'm meditating. I don't know if I am getting my social media 20 minute fix. Cause I gotta go, I just need to disconnect, but I can't sleep, you know? Mm. So it's usually only 20 minute max. I mm-hmm. max out on that. And then I just go, whatever it is, whatever I get from those 20 minutes, it just refills my cups to get through the next little thing of the day. So that is honestly, and I do it daily. Um, at least once a day, I do my best to get out ahead of it right now. I don't, I can't, I used to get in the moments where I would be so flustered. I would need to get in my car and drive. I got to go. I got to, I got to get out of here. I need to breathe. Too many people need me right now. I can't solve these problems. I can't get my work done. I got to go. Mm-hmm. Something just says, get the hell out of there. Not that I want to leave and I'm angry, but you need a break and your cup is so empty. You're going to get frazzled and that's not who you are or who you want to be. So sometimes I'd go ride horse and my mm-hmm. horse is my biggest teacher. Uh, and I, I bring that attitude with me to him <laughs> and your horse will read that before you get out of your goddamn car and he knows it and he'll be like, Oh, here she comes frazzled thinking I'm going to fix this for her yeah. and no. So he would be off like a light bulb. <laughs> 
flying to the other side of the pasture and I would literally like the kid of disappointment have my halter in my hands and then you know how you just kind of drop your arms low and shrug your shoulders like you've seen it in the movies and that's what I would do and then my head would drop and it took a time of awareness to be like he doesn't want to be around me right now (laughs) I didn't want to be around me right now. I already ran from me mm-hmm. and trying to escape, and he can't fix it. <laughs> I got to fix it before I get here. So the biggest thing for me right now is not only to be aware of it, but I need to fix it before I blurt out my anxiety, fear, anger, splat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm feeling anxious about my production list of the day, I can't take it to my husband already in the critical moment of like, I'm not going to, oh, I'm not going to be able to get this done. I'm really panicking. I need to get out ahead of it and be like, whew, this is starting to tremble me a little bit here. I don't think I'm going to hit the mark. I got to go, I got to go take 20 minutes and focus on the priorities and refocus where I need to be. Or I got to talk to my husband and we got to reprioritize what we're doing so he can help out with the kids. So it's more of, of if I'm frazzled or expressing it to someone else in an extreme moment then I didn't catch it soon enough. Okay, which is, I love the uh, how do you get out ahead of it uh, angle of it. I find it, you've been practicing that strategically, intentionally for a very long time. It, it can be hard when everything, when your life feels like it's on fire to pause and take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Which I do, I don't like when the answer is you don't love yourself enough. I just don't like that. But I agree People that People say you, that you don't love yourself enough if you don't reward yourself. Is that what you're saying? If you're not honoring yourself. Okay. Like if you're yeah. not taking time for yourself, yep. it's because you're not, think, you don't think you're worth it. Oh, okay. To some yep. extent. Yep. Like, but, and I guess maybe it could be subconscious. But like, like I know I'm... I'm worth it, yep. you know, in whatever capacity. Like, yep. I know I'm, I can, I give a damn. Yep. But they say when you don't take that time to prioritize yourself, that is a result of, like, some part of you is not thinking that you're worth it, that mm-hmm. your time is worth spending on yourself. Mm-hmm. And I see that the result of you practicing take, being able to take time for yourself but I don't think that comes intuitively for everybody. Mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it is a practice you, and you have to keep trying when you do feel yourself, when you feel like the world's on fire and you're like so frazzled and you can't even think, you're right. That is not the time to go and try to stare at your to-do list again and try to scribble things and feel overwhelmed or to reach out to vent or to attack it. That time, even though it feels like doing nothing, is going to make the situation better because yeah. I agree. That doesn't sound like a good sound Sounds strategy. Terrible. But it's honestly kind of what you need. To oh, do. it's so what you need. And it's taking that time to get in nature. I think that's a really key point. Mm-hmm. Um, get where you can. I ha- can feel physically more grounded when I have my bare skin on nature. Yeah. But that's aside from the point. We, we know it's good for other reasons too. Um, it gives your brain that space to kind of wind down or like come out of being your body's in overdrive yeah and we know there's a chemical response to that mm-hmm. in your body when your body feels like it's being attacked or overwhelmed your body is dumping hormones mm-hmm. and chemicals you know internal ones 
So it is super valuable to be able to have that awareness. Okay, I feel like I'm popping off right now. Like I feel like I'm running hot. I need to take a pause. I need to go step away, take a cat nap, go meditate. I struggle with that. I much prefer having either something to do or nothing to do. Yeah. Um, although I've heard meditation described in a way that I really enjoyed. The goal isn't to quiet your brain 100%. It's to quiet the ones that you don't want. Mm -hmm. And and that's when you get the downloads of the like, well, that was a very unique thought that came to me. I always felt like I had to fear the thoughts. Like, push them away. Keep pushing them away. Keep pushing them away. let them come. Let them pass. And then I was like, oh. Hang on to them a moment. I think I'm like, if you're in space and they always have like the lights going by in those moments, I see them as thoughts passing. It's like, do I want to hang on to that one for a little bit? Yeah, I felt that, but I can let it go. Or and I just yeah. I let them, I let them see, and I, you know, your mind can run on anything, and it's as much down the rabbit hole you want to go. But um, sometimes you need to to release it fully. Yeah, and you don't want to manifest anything, but sometimes you just need to. You're you're clung on to the fear factor of it that you really that you really want to. Um, Think about it that way. Yeah, um, and I would like to point out that we've had probably like 15 tangible things that you can do when you're feeling not well and want to be in a better place, and not a single one of them was call your friend. No. I think it's the worst. It is. I think it's great. I, I love calling my friend and telling them the growth that I had in an experience from that week, and I'm not coming with them with with tears yet or you know like I'm not coming to them with the emotion I I have a lot of people in my life that we can have very in-depth conversations about like you know your emotions and we yep. can like watch our growth happen where yep. that didn't happen early on but now you can see it happen um but that's the way I like to re- lean on my friends is sharing my growth after the fact and maybe they can share their experience too but almost never is it helpful. They just, you tell the story how you want it to be told. Mm-hmm. So you say, oh, or crap, interpret my car it. window's open, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. You say, you only, when you have a fight with your boyfriend, you only tell your friends about how shitty he is. I promise. Mm-hmm. That's how the human brain works. And so yeah. they're not able to give you constructive feedback on how to get through that. You are the only one that knows what you know. It's self-fulfilling. You're doing that so they make you feel better about the situation. Yeah, and and they can't do that work for you. They're never going to... I mean, rarely do they give you something specific Mm -hmm. to to lean on. I feel like I should go close my window. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, we'll take a pause. All right, let's hop back in. If you... In a perfect world... For your emotional bug out bag, you wouldn't need it because you're getting out ahead of it, so you're never coming to where things are feeling on fire. But if you do get to a point where things feel like on fire, I think the first thing is awareness. I think you have to know that things feel hard and that you have to recognize you need to give yourself that space, give yourself that permission, that time. Go do something. Um, I don't want to say productive, but I want to say intentional. Like do something intentional. Um, whether it's just sitting on your deck, like I would often drive my car to the park and go sit and just sit in my car seat, turn off the music, just look out the window for 20 minutes or until I stopped crying or whatever. Right. No, yeah, we both cry. Um, I did have, I don't remember who had said this, but they were dealing with a spouse who 
just didn't understand why she needed 20 minutes mm. to reset. And um, I think that could be something that a lot of women or spouses or whomever, um, whoever that person is who just doesn't get it, you know, because mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. not what they need or uh, wanting to try at that moment. And again, asking for 20 minutes when you're already past that critical stage is, is probably what's triggering them to not understand the appreciation needed. You know what I mean? If you're frazzled and you're like, I need 20 minutes. He's just like, oh my God, you know, you know, or they just yeah. don't understand. So having a conversation about it in a moment when you don't need it is good. Or after you did get it and it worked out well, then having a conversation of that was wonderful. I, you know, I appreciate it. And here's my why mm -hmm. can just start to get someone who just doesn't get it to get it a little bit. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't need to be a public explanation as to you going to take mommy needs 20 minutes. You can just excuse yourself. Yes. Just go to the bathroom. No I one's going to knock. Yep. It'll be fine. I mean, you know what I mean? Yep. Like privately excuse yourself from the situation or discreetly like remove yourself or whatever right. it is. Or if you can't, if you're at like a public, like a venue or like a big meeting and you had a conversation that tanked, you can bring yourself to the bathroom, compose yourself. It doesn't need to be full 20 minutes sitting in nature. But you can take a Find second. Find a plant. Yep. Like go sit go in the corner. Go sit by a plant and breathe it in. <laughs> like, whew, take a second. Gather yourself. Yeah. Gather your thoughts. Sometimes it, emotions can take the driving stick. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it helps to take a second. Give yourself a little bit of space back from reality. And be able to pick, like, be intentional. Yep. Pick the way that you want to exit this situation or enter the next conversation. Okay, that conversation with that person tanked with a capital T, but I don't need to go to the next conversation and say, well, that was trash. And then can, can you talk about what was trash? Can you not then, see oh, me doing that though? Yeah. Just on accident? Because you hadn't let it go yet. Yeah, yeah. So, but if you can just, okay, well that didn't, that let's, let's reiterate, <laughs> let's rinse, <laughs> rinse and try a new, new pattern. Um, give it another shot do another iteration. Mm -hmm. Learn from that. Try it on again. You know what I mean? Like, Give, paint it how you want it to be. Mm -hmm. I think that's something, too, that's been highlighted to me as to if you don't give your brain something to do, it's just going to panic. Mm -hmm. So you have to be deliberate about painting that picture. What does the next picture look like? Mm -hmm. Artists create. It, it struck me that I think we sometimes we think of our life as one painting. You know, what does our one painting look like? And that slowly morphs over time. It, but it's, I don't think it's the same canvas. I think there's so many canvases. I think we spend more time on some, some canvases of our life than others. And, you know, you can go and revisit, like, touch up and whatever. You have different styles. They evolve throughout the years. But I think people are never consider, let's start from scratch and paint a new canvas. Mm -hmm. a and I think that I try to do that every year on my birthday. Mm -hmm. I try to think, okay, take everything off the table. Pretend you aren't set in your career. Pretend you aren't set in your places what does your heart want today mm -hmm. like what is your paint your picture what does your future look like it doesn't today matter. because yeah. when you're six yeah of course you want unicorns to run your life and then you get older and you don't want to pitch unicorn poop yeah. whatever it is okay, yeah. it's a terrible metaphor but like you your tastes and preferences will evolve over time that is certain you don't like what you once liked when you were six some things do some things change 
But if you don't give yourself the opportunity to ask yourself, what do you want next? What do you want now? And give yourself the permission that it might look different than what it once was. I People, I and mean, we fight to hold on to who we are. Even though, to me, it's very clear that who we are is a moving target, it's always moving forward. It's changing. You're adapting. Because yes. everything you see influences mm-hmm. your perspective and who you are, and, and you can see something. Your achievements change you. You're all that kind of stuff. So it's foolish to think we have to hold on to who we are. Just once you feel like the world knows who you are, you should feel yeah, like you're different. Yeah, but do they? That's their, that's their interpretation of you, and what story did you tell? A hundred so, yeah. different, you ask a hundred different people... About their experience with the same person. It's going to be different. Yeah. Even for... And, like, we know that. Like, we're... Everybody has their own interpretation and perspective of you. The only one that should matter is yours. And, obviously, we're all not motivated by what other people think. But I think people don't give themselves permission to ask themselves what they do want now. Mm -hmm. They don't recognize that it's ever-changing. And I feel like people try to... It's like there's a weird part of human nature that tries to like fight to hold on to who you are. I find a lot of people use vocabulary that wants them to be who they once were. Mm, they have a very so. fond memory of who they once were, despite never feeling truly whole. Yep. Um, and I felt the opposite. I have felt so wholesome and then reflected back on a period of my life and been so disgusted and ashamed of how I looked and I was like that's fucking stupid. I never felt like that. Yeah, no. Why would I feel like that now about right. myself? Right. If that's how never even how I felt like at that point. Yeah, I've definitely looked back at pictures and seen like, "Ooh, I thought I looked good that day." Yeah. <laughs> like, but I don't I loved who I was then. Yeah. I loved myself at all shapes and figures. That's the biggest thing. It's like it's I've had different sizes. I've been at different. I've been in different bodies, and um, I don't know. I was cool with all of them. Yeah, I was doing what I can. Oh, what I got. An like. opposing client pointed that out to me. She said I sent her my post, my first posing video of yeah. my wonderful yeah. transformation, and she was like, "You still have that same confidence as today." Yeah, and you know what? I damn do. Like yeah. I thought I was tough shit always. They're I, like. Yeah. You know, you have. I, I tried that. That was intentional. I tried yeah. to step you, into you that confidence. put it on. We want to let you not put that on when we were practicing because it's a big part of the extra. And then you put your twist on it because that's just what you do. And your body but gets better over that's, time. That's approaching something new, scary, and hard with the right attitude and loving it before you got there. Knowing that you were going to be safe throughout, even though it was going to be your journey and your own journey and your own version of it, you still owned up to it. And, you know, and that's the thing I think anyone working through anything, you know, whether you're in a moment where you're, you're in that bug out moment and it's, it's how do you approach that moment? Do you do what I did and kind of run off and hopes, you know, I knew a human couldn't solve my problem, but I thought my horse could, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it just sounds stupid now, but it took me an aha moment to realize it was like he, it was not happening. So if I can't go there and I can't go here, then what, what am I running from? Because I'm already, I'm already, I got to go in, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. why run away if going in is where I need to be? Let's make it more convenient. Choose a spot. I love every ounce of my property, the good, the bad, the ugly. So I'm going to go find somewhere to lay and zen out or hear the water or smell the horses. And that is enough neutral, consistent ease for me to Mm -hmm. get back on, on my platform, my level, to just 
relax again, not take reality and make it too real. It is real. You've created it. The world doesn't put things on you. You create them and they're in your world. So really what you focus on and it's funny to me not to get off track, Mm -hmm. but it's funny to me is there can be a closed down roundabout or a street shut down, right? And Mm -hmm. three people can need that street at this, at the same day, you know, for the same reasons, whether to get to and from work. And one person tries to use that street and couldn't use it and just took another one and got to work. Maybe a minute late, maybe on time, doesn't matter. Another one took it and couldn't get on the street, got to the parent-teacher meeting and did nothing but complain about Joe Street being shut down and how it made her late and ruined everything and now the meeting's off kilter and she's frazzled. And then the third person didn't see the damn sign, took it anyway, and was fine. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They all had the same situation, the same possibility, and they took it away from different. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm the person who go around and wouldn't think twice about it because you know what? That's not going to be the hardest part of my damn day because I'm, I'm a mover. <laughs> I'm a shaker. I make big decisions because it, I thrive and I enjoy it. So hard problems and hard things are going to come my way. So if I don't have the right mindset about taking a different street, then I can't show up to work or life with the right attitude to get the right and the big things done that I really think are hard. But is that other person limited because she thought it was hard? Or is it an excuse? Did she have too much coffee? Did it, you know, or is it what, just their experience? Exactly. And what was it? Or did her day start off bad because the kids were vomiting? So you have to understand that even if one person isn't complaining about it and the other one is, to respect them in the moment mm-hmm. and, and be there. Because that could be their little frustration bug out moment here or there. So I do my best not to prioritize my problems over someone else's or even if we had the same problem. If I didn't think it was a problem, I'm not going to tell them that, well, I took that. I didn't get to take that street, so why did, is it a problem for you? Mm. Well, that's not okay either because they had their own reasons yeah. into it. So it's those moments of awareness for even other people, you know, and it's just being compassionate and calm throughout of it, mm-hmm. through all all of it and out of it. Um, but I don't th- I don't know. It's kind of off topic, but again, it's just is being aware and controlling in the moment so you prevent that true bug out moment. Let's hope you don't get scared and need to grab that emotional bag and go. Let's get you safe and be comfortable wherever you're at, Mm -hmm. whether you're in an office or in a car. Let's make that, because we gotta go inward to work on it, right? Mm -hmm. So if you've already got that, you've got nowhere, you know, so work on the inside out, um, get your Zen moment. I think you, um, I see like the things that differentiate for me is honoring your experience, like whatever Ooh. it is, mm-hmm. like it. If you're feeling great or not or whatever, just like acknowledge it. Yep. Maybe not honor feels a little weird, like righteous. No, just like acknowledge it. Like okay, this is happening. Don't compare it. I think that doesn't progress you. Right. Um, Sometimes saying it out loud, if I just say, I feel a little bit anxious right now, it makes me 
feel not about something. I just feel the feel. Like yeah. I feel a little bit. I'm frustrated right now. Yeah, sometimes helps me. You're like story. I'm feeling like this. this. Like just acknowledging that. And I think vocabulary matters. Like use it in your present tense. What you're currently experiencing. And you're not trying to compare it to somebody else and feel bad about it. That's like, I felt like I couldn't have any problems because there's other people that have Mm -hmm. worse than me. And like, that's, that's maybe just too specific to my world, but like it just, whatever it is, even if it doesn't make sense the way you're feeling, like acknowledge you're feeling it. Okay, cool. Don't compare. Don't judge yourself or other people for feeling that way too. Like what you're saying, just because Billy Joe fucking freaked out because she had to come down that road this morning. Like, it's okay. She's not a terrible person. Mm-hmm. We can love on her mm-hmm. no matter what the reason is that caused her to be disgruntled. The only thing you can control is your reaction to her. So exactly. you don't even have to go and report back to Bill that whatever. Bobby yeah. Sue was a real bitch this morning about her <laughs> drive. Like, it happens. Officers oh, are weird. Yeah. Small talk is weird. Yeah. You know, it can be if you're not very intentional. Right. About... What you what you're yeah. yep what you're doing now and I think um, I took note find your happy now which I think is a big it's a statement for what we've been explaining like how can you get happy right now what can you do to get into your happy space mm-hmm. um, I think that's important to just change your your vibe yep get it, your body out of tense mode into ease mode into flow mode it's not gonna fix anything and I was listening to Joe Dispenza today. And he said, when you're in that kind of mode, it's your heart and your mind fighting at the same time. And the chemical reaction in your body is just, it's overpowering and and nothing is functioning properly. That's what stress is causing. Both are, are, are in conflict, basically. Or they're both revved up so high that there's conflict. And I've had a great experience with box breathing. Just four, 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 four in hold out hold or whatever, and um, feel a drastic change in my body mm-hmm. immediately. I have enjoyed that. You don't always remember to do it when you're in that place, but if you can, I found that to be extremely helpful in handling the body on the I, spot. I tap. Yeah. So I'm a big forehead, chin. Mm temple mm. um especially when i was having the panic attacks in mm-hmm. the win- last winter so panic attack anything close to anxiety stuff i would tap focus right yeah. it gives you something specific but to look at i was catching it too late so that's the problem i was yeah. catching it when it was happening when it's or just an inkling, not in activation so i needed to get out ahead of it and the only re- the reason why my anxiety is doing better is because i've worked to get out yeah. ahead of it my life hasn't gotten easier yeah that's right? the deal nothing, if you don't love what you have now you will never be happy i nothing promise nothing changed externally i am still dealing with a lot of the hardships i was dealing with when i was having my panic attacks yeah. this winter and last fall, they started last fall, but I, enough was enough. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it anymore and I couldn't be controlled by it anymore. So getting out of ahead of it, um, and not allowing, I always talk about getting on the roller coaster or watching it. Mm-hmm. Do you want to ride the roller coaster of this or do you want to watch it? And right now with everything going on, I'm watching. I don't need to, I don't need to ride it. I've ridden it. I'm good right now. I want it. I want it to loop around and get done. I am ready to move on to the next greatness yeah. of everything, and I'm already on my way to the next uh, ride, right? It, Joyfully. It is. I'm it's not mad this, about leaving that ride. Your experience can look the exact same, and it's just your inner dialogue yes. about the story you're telling yourself about the experiences that you're witnessing. 
Yeah. You can tell yourself two drastically different stories from li- looking at the exact same things. And I think, like, couples, when they're having, like, toxic communication, this is the epitome of, like, misinterpretation of signs and things. When you are looking to be peeved at your partner, everything mm-hmm. they do drives you freaking nuts. You. You're going to find new things. And it, it, so it's like, okay, but you're in that state and you're looking for it. Uh-huh. So it's so important and you can find whatever you go looking for. Like I've always, life is always a tree yep. and there's always branches that are dead and there's always branches that are growing. You get to pick what branches you're looking at. Mm -hmm. You might look at a tree and see so many dead branches that you've convinced yourself that tree is dead. Me, I'm looking at all the growth on the tree, and it's I'm seeing all of this maximum potential mm-hmm. and optimization and onward and upward, new life, new life and growth and voluptuousness, awesomeness. And we're looking at the same damn tree. It's just the story that we're telling ourselves about our experience and what it means for us. Mm-hmm. Like, it's you have to change your dialogue. You have to be responsible for your own story that you're telling about your life. And tell it in a positive light. I don't know. I lean on delusional optimism. Me too. Optimism. And I don't... Go ahead. Yeah. That's it. Like, I'm in favor of that. If you got to live life, man, live it with your head in the clouds. Might as well. I got... You know? I got some... I got... Here, I got some sad stories I could tell you, but I don't need to. I don't want to. And... I'd rather tell you the cool ones. You know what I mean? And, like, like don't if you died tomorrow, wouldn't you be glad you laid on the grass for 20 minutes the day before? Yeah. Like, I, I never... Instead of calling someone and yes, complaining. I never <laughs> thought of that until I had, like, a freaky accident that I... It became very clear that I can die. And I don't know if it's just being young, you don't think you can die. Yeah, I don't know. Be, it's a different... You just, I don't look at the dead branches, so I don't think I could die. So whatever. Yeah. It became apparent. Yeah. And it made me realize that like holy crap if i'm not giving myself the time today Mm -hmm. i will never give myself the time tomorrow Mm -hmm. or in the future and if at the end of it all you and you cross the line i want to be glad that i spent the time on me Mm -hmm. and uh i actually listened to a podcast or a youtube video this morning about selfishness that was what i was going to ask for a podcast on the topic of selfishness Mm -hmm. Um, and how, yes, you should be selfish with your time and how you choose to live your life uh, always. And that makes you the better person to be able to help other people. Selfishness isn't you don't help other people. Selfishness is making sure you're helping yourself so that you have the ability mm-hmm. to help other people. Absolutely. If you're not well and able to do what you do and share the way that you share your music with the world then you aren't able to do that. So in order to do that, you have to take care of yourself first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Because and ongoing if, and throughout. And yeah, everything. there's a ton of maintenance involved in taking care of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people wait until way too after the fact. Mm-hmm. They're, not prevent, they're not getting out ahead of their health, just like they're not getting out ahead of their mental space and, and you know, headspace. Mm-hmm. Um we have to be proactive. If you're not proactive, you're reactive, right? Mm-hmm. The bog out bag is the worst case scenario, and that we don't want. We don't want to get there. We want to be on the proactive side of this. Yep. You know, stay healthy along the way. Stay mentally healthy along the way. Yeah. So how do you stay right mentally fit? I think it's 
doing what we're talking about, giving yourself that space. It's like a workout session for your brain. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Do you think personal growth feels like working out? Yeah, it should. Anytime the brain is working and thinking and, and doing all that, it's growing. You're feeding it like you do your muscles in the gym. So that kind of stuff, for especially if we're talking on um, a bodybuilding platform, I think you even hear and um, start to see bodybuilders and lift because we are in the gym a lot we have a lot of time to listen they start to do more of the self-help exploring discipline the mental growth because we've seen the transformation in the physical growth Mm -hmm. and the physical changes Mm -hmm. and you can feel it in the mental changes in the beginning and you start to learn whoa i can grow this and i can change this too to me um Mm. learning is lifelong of course and, and knowledge is power, but you have to apply it to um, to really be able to expand upon it and to be able to continue to grow the mind like you grow a muscle. Mm-hmm. But it's also fun. I love pulling up a new speaker or topic or whatever it is and exploring it. Now, it's not in the same subjects as education would be all the time. Of I used to do histories and documentaries and all that stuff too, but... Now it's really more of how do I go about making my day better mm-hmm. without having to change, not change a lot, but change without, anything physically, physically, or even like I'm really pushing to my days to be my, my love days. And mm-hmm. I love being able to get a little bit of this and a little bit of everything in. But if I can sneak in learning at the same time on any level, whether it's through a book taking a meditation moment, but I love to keep enhancing what I know and where can I expand upon, but that feeds and fills my cup in a whole new way than just trying to learn a new topic or a new hobby. It's just keeping me in check and checking in with and taking one small thing that they say and being like, yeah, I can apply that. That Mm -hmm. I can do today. Mm -hmm. That doesn't sound scary. I can try to take that moment. Um, so it's very joyous for me to continue to feed the brain as you feed the body. Um, That's that, like, give the brain something to munch on. Give mm-hmm. it something educative to, like, that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting that this podcast, a training podcast, their answer to a lot of training questions, plateau-related things, uh, is novel stimulus. Which is fascinating because that's mental novel mm-hmm. stimulus. Learn about new things, things that spike your curiosity, um, which is interesting because that's one of my questions on my accountability coaching is what is your brain food or, or your soul food for the week? So I always ask them, what is a quote, a podcast, a TED talk, an article, thought or concept that made you stop and think mm-hmm. that week? So like, what's that nugget? Which a it's, I love it so much. It's, I'm so selfish in the fact that I get everybody's little nuggets from the week of what yeah. they learned. Yeah, and it's and just, you can t- yeah. oh, it's, I love it so much. Yeah. But, and then I realized, you know, we don't always have to be learning something new each week. We can also be growing. So that's why I changed it to brain food or soul food. Because mm-hmm. was there just a moment where it made your heart stop and flutter? Mm-hmm. Like that to me is really important. That's your soul is growing. So mm-hmm. I asked like, was there soul food? And like there is a lot of the times it's an interesting blend of when the relational uh, heartfelt moments come up yeah. in that. Um, and I love what re reporting back on those things weekly just mentally gets your brain searching for them throughout Mm -hmm. the week 
So when you have a heartfelt moment, you think, oh my God, I'm going to tell Camille about this. It's weird, but it works. And then you get that memory. Yep. And then you think about it. Absolutely. And I would say if there's one thing that I would ever spoil myself with, it would never be manicures and pedicures. Yeah. It would be heartfelt moments. Mm. So I will at any given moment, even if it's a fire flickering that came from the fire table that my husband and father-in-law made, that's a moment. When my two daughters walk hand in hand towards the apple tree, oh, bless your heart. That's a <laughs> Bet moment. You believe that's a moment. And I will take a moment. I'll be like, oh, I will spoil myself mm-hmm. in stopping anything that needs to be done. My rhinestones might be burning, but I'm going to take that moment. Relish I'm, in I'm it. Rel- that is, it's funny because I always try to think like, I'm, I love myself. I'm good to myself. But do I spoil myself? Mm. And, and, and why, why can't I? Why mm-hmm. shouldn't I? But Savor. where do I? Delicious. I do. I do spoil myself. It just isn't in a, a buying an experience or buying something for myself. It's just taking that moment, relishing in that. Unlimited moments What was the frolicking thing? There was a TikTok where people were frolicking. And I just loved it because that's... You're just... You're, you're not only creating a moment you're creating a wacky fun moment that you will actually really get good hormones and chemical bursts of awesomeness and just the silliness of it oh yeah yeah the first time like it's worth it i when i saw maya get so excited that she hopped on one leg i was so jealous I know. like i was like i want to feel what it's like to feel so damn excited i have to hop on two legs or simply too many one leg or is only you, enough. when she dances out of the room. We Now, Camille and I started doing this, um, and it really, honestly, and I, I live, work, thrive at home, so I can do the Disney thing at home, and it's my jam sometimes. But <clears throat> we don't, as adults, enjoy a moment so good that we can't compose ourselves with overjoy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, And you see that in children, and when do we lose that? Oh, we, uh, Sean and I hold on to it in our food dances. Like, oh yeah, me too. Oh yeah, we're not afraid to do it. Yeah, you still, people will do it even when they're eating. They're like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." Uh so to try to look and have more of those moments, even if it's freeing just a little bit in the beginning, but I will throw in a dance any chance I can because it just feels good and it uh, will help with the chemicals, the hormones. All the good, the, the beta, the theta, the everything that needs to be thrown out there to get me chemically on a high again, naturally, mm-hmm. that I did myself. No one had to do it for me. I had to do a stupid little dance, laugh at myself, and that was good. And yes. then you feel a little bit better. It's just an amazing thing, and it's freeing when you can allow yourself to do that. You take responsibility for how you're feeling mm-hmm. and take responsibility for what you can do to get yourself into a better place. Uh, maybe it takes longer at first and eventually you get quicker. I think that's mm-hmm. ideal. <laughs> and you get ahead of it, get out ahead of it. You don't have as long of a relapse, you know, in between. I think it's important to take ownership of our experience and of our story that we tell mm-hmm. ourselves I just, it's so important. And the ones that you tell to your friends too, like, man, it matters. I'm so particular, even about my journal. I prefer to only handwrite positive things. Mm -hmm. Um, If I got to type to dump it, I do think it can be valuable to dump the blender. Yep. When you're spinning and you cannot get straight, you got to dump the blender. Get it out like garbage, you know? 
word vomit. If you're a talker, talk it out. Yeah. Like, whatever. If you're uh, a writer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Write it out. If you, whatever. Gotta go dance. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I love the idea of being able to solve my issues through pottery or something. Or, like, you know, they say that this is a thing. But, like, or dance or, like, I don't know. be interpreted dance, you're welcome. Yeah, like, I <laughs> love the idea of, like... Creating something more physical to me, yeah, working and to through be able my to push issues. That through. Absolutely, yeah, yeah absolutely. Because uh, at this point, yeah, it's interesting. Like, how would I quantify my experience in a shape of a pot or a painting or a right. garment or whatever? Right. Ooh, that'd be fun. Just full creative flow like that. Yeah. I feel like Jim Carrey kind of lives his life like that. Yeah. Thing. Right. It's this expression of that. Uh, yeah, definitely have been interested seeing celebrities' expression of themselves through their clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh they just explain it, you know, more in depth. And I just, you know, I never thought twice about it. You just think they, they have people that slap them on stuff and they don't really care. But there can be a lot of intention around the way that you dress. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's so interesting because that seems so on the surface when we're talking about doing all this heavy work on the inside. But how do you think how you look impacts how you feel? Um, when I, I choose it to. Yeah. The biggest thing is I like to throw on makeup, but I don't put it on all the time. The story, when you don't have makeup, you tell you don't feel bad about it. You don't tell no. yourself a story about I not needing it. I do catch myself letting people know I'm blank face. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have anything on. And I don't need to tell anyone that. I don't say it in a positive or negative way. It's yeah. more of a, I'm good with it. You're good with it. There was a gal I went to go pick up a Facebook thing, and she's like, sorry, bedhead. I'm like, blank face, and we high-fived. Like, we, we were just like two gals okay with that. Yeah, yeah. So those are the moments I find myself in yeah. because those are the moments I create for myself. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't run into the women who, you know, would judge me for not wearing mascara. I run into the women who are like, me too. You yeah. know what I mean? Um so I'm fortunate on that accord. But with me, I've got two girls that look up look up to me. So a lot of times they will question, why are you putting makeup on today when yeah. you didn't the last three days? You know, and sometimes it's like, you know what? I just, I want to enhance. I want to feel, I just want to feel a little bit different. Or I'm headed here. I want to put something on. Um, so it just kind of depends. I love to get dressed up. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to dress like I'm on vacation all the time. Dude, if it were warm all so the, I know, isn't it fun? I If it were warm all the time, I'd be in a different swimsuit almost every day, just jamming out, right? Um, and it's there's something very freeing to that. Um, I had an aha moment in Italy that I'm running around in every hooded sweatshirt I could cram in my luggage from straight from university, you know, at UW, um, and I get to Italy and not a single soul yeah. owns a hooded sweatshirt. Yeah. And it took me about a month and a half to be like, oh, wow. Okay, let's, let's really reevaluate what I'm wearing, what I'm expressing, who I want to be, because mm. that was a big part of who I was. And I started to just go hooded sweatshirt land. And I was like, well, I get the comforts of it, but mm-hmm. it's just really not who I am. It's not expressing so you. It was kind of a freeing thing. It was yeah. like, slowly get rid of these hooded sweatshirts. I didn't get <laughs> rid of them right away. But then I just started to examine, you know, what I want to wear, how, what, how I want to dress. Because it can enhance how I want to feel. And, and mm-hmm. you know, my moment um, and all of that. I don't... I think it's important to wear clothes that make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not always dressing up, and that's not always dressing down. Exactly. Like, I think you should feel good about the clothes that you're in, which I think Stacy and Clinton would agree that they, the most important thing is confidence that you can wear. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, 
so that brings us back to like, um, I, how do you feel about fake it till you make it? Is there a different version like of that that fits better? I feel like better? it's a saying I used to use, but I haven't found something different um, to enhance it. Um, believe it, then you'll see it, you know? Yeah. It's that kind of version if you're going to go the Dr. Dyer route. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me is to get in the moment of gratitude, even though you're, let's say you're reaching for that big goal or that emotional state or whatever it is, get into that state now, even though you don't know what yeah. exactly what it's going to feel like in the future, you could still get in the moment of gratitude. That's it. Yeah. It I, I think working, work to see it now. Yeah. Whatever it is, it is like, yeah. see it now yeah. before nothing's going to change when you yeah. get to where you think you need to go. Yeah, uh, it's just it's all about now. Like right. work on seeing that now, seeing the best in your partner. Be now, proud of seeing... yourself on the path you're paving, not yeah. the one you finished and turn around and look at. It's the one you're paving each day and at the end of the day. And if at the very least all you do is change your present experience, then at least you get that moment of feeling good, like that that addition right. of a good thing. Like that's worst case scenario. You took some time for yourself to get into a better. It is space. so There's important. No risk. Yeah. I have a funny TikTok guy, that Rodney guy with yeah. the wacky hair. He's one of my favorite, and he has this saying: "Is make today awesome, and today's going to be awesome because it's the only one you've got. You don't get tomorrow. You don't get the future. This is all you have. So just make it awesome." And he does it in his yeah. funny version, but it's so on point. Yeah, it's like why can't. <laughs> today be the best day of your life because it's the only one you're getting right now and i think it's apparent to me that life is always a mixed bag and that's what makes it awesome to be a human and live this experience is it's always it's always a mixed bag but just keep focusing on the good mm-hmm. parts of the growing parts of the tree or whatever the good things that you find in the candy bag Absolutely. <laughs> whatever metaphor you want to be but uh it's always it's always a variety, but I think that's a good thing to have variety. Keep sifting and pick out the ones you like. Hold mm-hmm. on to the sticks you like holding on to. Agreed. All right. That's it. 